Good morning, uh, everybody. Just wanted to uh, say hello as we uh, prepare to enter preparation week of uh, this year's uh, Great Lent. Uh, today, I wanted to continue something that I started uh, at our last talk, which was to uh, discuss the concept or, or discuss prayers that are uh, presented to us by our church uh, in the Agbeya, in the hours. Um, last time we covered uh, Psalm 50 and uh, a very important prayer that we say at the beginning of every hour. The other prayer that we say at the beginning of every hour is the prayer of thanksgiving. And uh, so that, that's uh, what I chose to discuss for today. Um, the prayer of thanksgiving is a central prayer in our church, and we'll get into that a little bit. Um, but hopefully the goal of these talks is to better acquaint ourselves with the importance of these two prayers, two prayers that we say so frequently. And so last time was uh, Psalm 50, and today we'll be talking about the prayer of thanksgiving. And uh, without further ado, I will go ahead and share that presentation with you if I can find it. Hold for a moment here. And there we are. So this is the uh, talk on the prayer of Thanksgiving. I did give a talk uh, very similar to this uh, several years ago, uh, but it's funny how things evolve. A lot of the content is similar, but uh, also very important to cover. And then I have a little bit of a new perspective on this as I have uh, continued to pray the prayer of Thanksgiving over the years. And so let's uh, go ahead and get into the nuts and bolts of this. I don't know what just happened there. That went upside down. So that's interesting. There we go. So the prayer of Thanksgiving was the opening uh, little church history for us is the opening prayer uh, in the divine liturgy of the Holy Apostle and, and evangelist St. Mark. And so that's very special to us. Obviously, St. Mark is the saint who brought uh, Christianity to Egypt. And uh, he's, uh, you know, the a very significant saint in our church history. Um, so initially, the, the Divine Liturgy of St. Mark was one of the liturgies that we used in our church. Uh, now it's St. Basil, St. Cyril, and St. Gregory. But uh, the litur Divine Liturgy of the Holy Apostle and Evangelist St. Mark was one of the original uh, liturgies we did use in our church. And the Thanksgiving prayer, we think, was introduced, uh, was the opening prayer in that, uh, or at least some form of it in that liturgy. Um, additionally, as I mentioned, it's prayed at the start of every hour in the Egbeya, uh, which is the Coptic Book of Hours, um, which is the daily prayers that uh, many of us say. Um, and then, uh, interest interestingly enough, this prayer is said at the beginning of basically every single church service we have, whether it be a wedding, a baptism, a funeral, a liturgy, uh, you know, basically any service in our church starts with the prayer of thanksgiving. And so because of that, uh, and this is, includes funerals as well. So because of that, we know this is a very central prayer in our faith and in our church. Um, and additionally, uh, when we see it's so central, we know it's of high importance. Um, you know, the more I learn about our faith, the more I come to understand 
that a lot of what we're called to in our in our religion and in our faith in Christianity uh, are basically three central concepts. Number one is that of love. Uh, second is that of humility, and finally that of service. And Thanksgiving is really a call to um, to all three of these, and we'll get in, into that a little bit during this talk. Um, and then, you know, the other question is why so much Thanksgiving? Why is this such an important uh, concept in our church and in our faith? Um, there's a book by uh, His Holiness Pope Shenouda called The Life of Thanksgiving, which uh, is going to be, which is where much of the content of this talk is uh, going to be derived from. Um, so why so much Thanksgiving? Well, simply uh, we're asked to, to, to offer Thanksgiving, right? So in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, uh, it says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. St. Paul saying that it is the will of God for us to give thanks in everything. Um, and then in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Also, the Psalms, uh, one of the later Psalms, uh, the refrain is, oh, give thanks to the Lord, uh, for he is merciful. Um, and so there's there's lots of evidence uh, that we are to be praying with thanksgiving in our lives um, and in the church. And so thanksgiving is a very central concept and a central uh, offering for us. So I'm going to go ahead and read the prayer of thanksgiving for us, uh, just to refresh us. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and God, amen. Let us give thanks to beneficiaries beneficent and merciful God, the Father, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us unto him, spared us, supported us, and brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Almighty, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Uh, we need to pause and really pay attention to the words uh, that we see here in this prayer. Uh, when something is repeated so frequently, it's easy to kind of gloss over the meaning, and that's a disservice to this prayer. You know, I used to be against this concept of rote uh, recitation of prayer, but what I realized in these prayers that we say so frequently, the reason why we say them so frequently is because the concepts within them are very central and very important to us. And by repeating them, by meditating on them, they actually become part of our lives. And so, um, you know, some of us gloss over these prayers that we say so frequently, but really it's meant for us, it's meant as a learning aid for us, a way to teach us, a way for the Holy Spirit to work within us, to uh, teach us and bring um, to fruition or bring to life the words within these uh, prayers. And so if we, we think about it, the, the beneficent or beneficent uh, and merciful God um, we think about these words and, you know, beneficent is, is a word that, that tells us that he, that God is seeking to do what is good for us. And mercy is a concept of love. Uh, a merciful God is a loving God. And so we must pause and kind of think about these words. You know, we, we know that God are, is these things, um, but this prayer really, uh, at the opening line, uh, Give, gives praise to God as beneficent and merciful. 
Um, and then we think about what God has done for us, right? He has covered us, covered our sins. He has helped us. He has guarded us, guarded us against uh, travail, against temptation. He has accepted us onto him, accepted us even though we are sinful, even though we are imperfect. He has spared us. You know, what are the things that God has spared us in our lives? Many of these things we have no idea about. Um, the You know, we always wonder about why why me why do i go through these things but we have no idea what god has spared us from uh the injury or the heartache or the heartbreak you know these things uh god has spared us from he has supported us given us the energy the power uh the strength to to face uh difficult situations and he's brought us to this hour you know indeed we must think about this uh, that no life, no, no day is, is certain for us. No hour is certain for us. And so even our presence today in this hour is a gift from God. And uh, this, this opening stanza is, 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 is an amazing reminder of that. Um, and then we ask God to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. So from uh, Pope Shenouda's book, uh, he, he reiterates he, he reiterates this. For this we call God the beneficent. He does not expect good. He does not accept good. And the person who believes in this gladly accepts everything which comes from him and says in faith, all things work together for good and gives thanks to God. But some might ask and say, we believe without doubt that whatever comes from God is good. But what, what about that, that which comes from people and might not be all good? We say to them, if the attitudes of people toward us were good, it will reach us. But if we're not, God will change it and will reach us good at the end. This is a very faithful perspective that Pope Shenouda uh, presents. So even things that may not be good, God changes those things and presents us, presents it to us as good. And he continues, but they thank God from all their heart and with all confidence. They are completely confident that God will not allow anything bad to happen to them. And being almighty, he watches all matters according to them and takes a stand in their favor. For this reason, the life of thanksgiving is bound up in the life of faith, as will be seen when we talk about the virtues relating to thanksgiving. So we continue with the prayer. Uh, in every condition. O Master, Lord God, the Almighty, the Father of our Lord, God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for every condition, concerning every condition, and in every condition. This is uh, perhaps the most difficult portion of the entire prayer, is to be able to thank God in every condition, concerning every condition, and in every condition. For you have covered us, you have helped us, guarded us, accepted us unto you, spared us, supported us, and brought us to the sour. You know, this, this is a re repeat of what we say in the first, see in the first stanza, and it's very important to repeat it because it's with the, the preceding thanking him for every condition, concerning every condition, and in every condition. These are the reasons why we thank him for all of these, you know, under any circumstance. Uh, we should thank God for our blessings. We should thank our Lord for our families, for the food on our tables, for our churches, for our friends, for our jobs, you know, all these wonderful things that God bestows upon us. But we should also thank God and praise God for our salvation. And how often do we think about praising God for our salvation? It's almost a given sometimes. Yeah, I'm Christian. Yeah, I love God. 
uh, I feel like I'm going to go to heaven or perhaps this is a gift that God has given us that we may be with him in paradise and in heaven. But how often do we actually stop and think about this concept of salvation, that he has saved us? And uh, of course, at the end of uh, the great Lent with the holy resurrection, we, we, we are given this, this salvation. St. John Chrysostom says, whenever we are either in poverty or in sickness or being insulted, then let us intensify our thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I mean, not in words nor with the tongue, but in deeds and works, in mind and in heart. Let us give thanks to him with all our souls. I, I love these words. You know, this is St. John, almost St. John Chrysostom, almost doubling down. You know, when things are tough, when things are difficult, uh, that's when we even intensify our thanksgiving, right? These are moments where most of us would cower and maybe not be able to offer thanksgiving, but St. John Chrysostom is calling us to intensify our thanksgiving, our thanks to God, even in these destitute or poverty uh, or sickness or when we're insulted or hurt or injured. Um, and then he also uh, makes... Thanksgiving more of a verb, more of an action, right? It's not just giving thanks or having gratitude for something. It's actually demonstrating that gratitude. It's giving action to the gratitude, right? So if you are thankful for something, oftentimes there is a desire to, to do or to act upon that, right? And so this is, you know, part of where I, where I mentioned earlier about uh, Thanksgiving being a demonstration of love. Uh, when we give thanks to somebody, we show love for, for that person we're giving thanks to. But it's also a demonstration of humility, right? Um, just the concept of having to give thanks, knowing that there's something greater than you that's bestowing something to you or protecting you or guarding you or helping you or accepting you. Uh, giving thanks that it demonstrates that there is there is something greater than you, higher than you, and uh, consequently that's an act of humility. And then finally, uh, the service aspect of it, right? Um, so this is where Saint John Chrysostom calls us to action. Thanksgiving is gratitude in action, basically. Um, I, I wanted to read this. This actually I shared a couple of years ago when I initially. I gave a talk similar to this, and um, I'm going to read a Facebook post here. Uh, so he has made his goodness pass before me these last couple days. I am alive. I have an amazing husband who has showed me just how amazing he is over this past month and a half. I had a wonderful time cuddling with my children. I have been surrounded with family and friends who love us with such genuine tender love. Not a day goes by that I don't get a card or a gift in the mail from someone who loves us or an email or a message on here or Facebook reminding us of all you who surround us now. He has reminded me that he is always with me, even with him, when his presence is not tangible, though I appreciate the times when it is. And he loves me, oh, how he loves me, and I am so thankful. This is a quote, a post that was on someone's Facebook page, a very good friend of mine that I actually went to graduate school with. And you may think by this post that something great had happened in her life. Maybe she had graduated graduate school, or maybe she had uh, just given birth to a kid and was in that first month of a that first difficult month and a half that mothers have to go through. Uh, um, or maybe you know she had uh, come won the lottery or come into some great fortune. You know, how would you feel if I told you that this post was from? a friend of mine who had recently been diagnosed with stage four, stage four possibly terminal cancer. 
um, even in the face of this grave illness, knowing that she had two children and a husband that she may have to leave behind, even with all of that, even with the pain of those thoughts, she was able to give thanks. And that was uh, a lesson learned for me. I was in awe of this post and I was in awe of my friend Ruth who was able to give thanks even under the most dire circumstances. And I kind of think this is what John St. John Chrysostom was talking about, kind of the doubling down when things are really bad and down, double down on the Thanksgiving. And it's, it's, it's amazing and comes only with great faith that someone is able to do this. And I, I think this is the thing saints are made of, people who are able to double down on uh, thanksgiving and gratitude towards God and, uh, and the Almighty um, during times of travail. Uh, Pope Shenouda talks about different levels of thanksgiving, and I thought this was really a nice way to think of this. Um, so the first, it's ascending levels of thanksgiving. The first is, the least is giving thanks for miracles, gifts, great pleasures, and the plentiful good things with which no one doubts its goodness and benefit. So, you know, God has given you uh, fortune, great job, uh, has healed an illness. God has uh, given you children of your dreams, the wife or husband of your dreams, you know, uh, all of these great things and good fortune, you know, these things are wonderful to give thanks for, and we should give thanks for these things. Um, but these, these are the things that are very easy to give thanks for. Some of us, however, don't even do that, right? So even if we have all these great things, we tend to think that it's our own doing or something that we did that was great. And in reality, we need to be giving thanks to God for these things because he is the bestower of all good things, not us and not a family member or anything like that. God is the bestower of these good things. Um, the next level is uh, to give thanks over little. If we give thanks to over a, a few things, God will make us rulers over many things. Um, there's a, something called the Akathist of Thanksgiving. It's in the Eastern Orthodox Church, but it's something I forward to my friends. Uh, it's written by, uh, I forget which saint it's written by. I'll have to recall this for uh, at another time, but it's written by um, a saint in the Eastern Orthodox Church. And it's like a 15, 20 minute, uh, basically prose or poetry or prayer, giving thanks to God for even the littlest things like the way that the sun shines or the things in nature. Um, and this is a step beyond uh, this is a step beyond the first level of thanksgiving. This is just giving thanks for the small things in your life. You know, the fact that you woke up this morning, the fact that you had a very nice cup of coffee or a peaceful drive to work or that you got to work safely or thanks for uh, the fact that, uh, you know, you, your children uh, got to school on time, you know, giving thanks to God for the little things in our life. This is yet a little bit higher level of thanksgiving, uh, according to Pope Shenouda's breakdown. Um, then there is thanksgiving over things that are, that are hidden and unseen. Um, and this is a, a powerful thing to be to, to actually think about. There's a whole spiritual world that we rarely uh, give time to, um, but it is a very real world. Um, there are things that uh, happen around us that we have no clue about, you know, the car accident that we just missed or 
the, the spiritual warfare that's going on around us that we have no clue about. And we must give thanks to God for, for protection and guarding us and protecting us and taking care of us, even in these things, right? There's also the things that we uh, wish we had, that we had gotten, right? So, um, you know, like, uh, I didn't get into this graduate school, I didn't get into, I didn't get that job. We have no idea what getting into that job would have done the temptations that we may have had at that job, or, you know, the, the sickness that we may have undergone had we gone to that school versus this school or the career path that changed because we didn't get into a certain profession or didn't do well in a certain test. You know, there's a lot of things that we just cannot see that would have been in front of us had things gone the way that we necessarily wanted to or had planned. And so we have to thank God for these hidden and unseen things and just trust that because he's beneficent, because he's merciful, he will take care of us in these things. Another level of giving thanks is for things, for, uh, is always for all things in which the whole life of man is to give thanks for whatever condition he lives in and whatever we have explained uh, this matter. So just giving thanks in, in all things, all aspects of your life, regardless of what position you're in. And finally, the highest level is giving thanks in tribulation. This is kind of uh, what I look at my friend Ruth, who I just read you her Facebook post on. This is the kind of thing that I think uh, Pope Shenouda is, is talking about there. So five levels of, of thanksgiving. And I think they're, they're important ones to keep in mind and important ones to, to pay attention to. And uh, all are important giving thanks for the, the gifts that God has bestowed upon us, but also giving thanks for the little things in our lives, the un, giving thanks for the hidden unseen things that God has protected us for or provided for us. Um, and then giving thanks in whatever condition of life we may be in, whether good or bad. And then finally, uh, being able to give thanks uh, in tribulation or travail. Uh, we thank God, and this is Pope Shenouda's writing, we thank God over the tribulations from which he saved us, and this is the least. But what is greater than this is also to thank him over the prevailing tribulation which we bear and live in. And we, with faith, we believe it is for our good. To endure and bear the tribulation is a virtue. To be content with tribulation and accept it is a greater virtue. And more important is to give thanks over the tribulation to think with joy and not as mere duty. Believe me, if we thank over gifts only, then our love is for the gifts, not for God, its giver. But if we give thanks to God over tribulation, we prove that we love God himself and not his gift. We do not only love him for what he gives us, wealth, generosity, comforts of life, or what he grants us, calmness and peace, only is our goal. Either he gave us Tribulations are good things. We thank him on every occasion and in every condition we thank him, whatever happens, and do not allow mishaps to lessen our faith in God's protection or lessen our thanks to him. We do not allow such events to take away our peace from us. And I always go back to the same imagery of the uh, disciples on the boat with Christ, right? Um, and, uh, you know, we, we have to realize that Christ is on the boat with us. And in, in many cases, all we have to do is go awaken him uh, fr from the from the underside of the, from, you know, the, from within the boat. And uh, he takes care of us. He's our protector. He's our guard. Um, and so uh, always to remember this aspect of, of our God. Um, 
So we go back to the prayer. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, to grant us complete this holy day and all the days of our life and all peace with your fear, all envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden in NFS. Take them away from us and from all you people in this holy place that is yours. What I want us to get out of this is a couple of things. Number one, recognizing this as a holy day. Each day that we awaken is a holy day. And I don't ever, you know, usually don't think of it this way, but it's a blessed day. It's a day that God has made. And just by the nature that God has made that day, it's a holy day. So we thank God for these holy days that he gives us. Uh, we, we take our lives for granted, sometimes our mortality for granted. But every day that we live, every day that we breathe is a holy day. Um, and, you know, what I also love about this prayer is it acknowledges that there are difficulties, right? So that uh, there are temptations, there is the work of Satan, there is the counsel of wicked mind, the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest, and that the one who can take this away from us is our God, right? So it recognizes a holy day, yes, but also a day that can be filled with difficulties and struggles and problems. Um Continuing with the prayer, but those things which are good and profitable do provide for us, for it is you have given us the authority to tread on serpents, scorpions upon every power of the enemy. Um, you know, obviously, this is in a spiritual sense to give us what is good and profitable for us. Um, but this is from a beneficent and merciful God. We have to remember that he is these things, these beneficent and merciful God, right? And so we ask him to give us what is good and profitable for us, both in our, our material lives, but also in our spiritual lives. You know, when I say material lives, I'm not talking about wealth and money and things like that. I'm talking about our physical lives, uh, but also our spiritual lives. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil by the grace, compassion, and love of mankind of your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, through whom the glory, honor, the dominion, and adoration are due unto you with him and the Holy Spirit, the life giver, who is one essence with you, now and forever and on to the ages of all ages. Amen. Um, and, you know, this is more of a, a section of praise within this. And praise, again, is also a demonstration of love and humility, right? Love, uh, we praise God because we love him. Humility, because we are acknowledging someone greater than us, that this God is great, that God, the Father, Christ, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are greater than us. We, we give praise to them. Um, And finally, you know, what are the fruits of Thanksgiving? Pope Shenouda outlines uh, several fruits. Number one is faith, right? So um, as we give thanks to God, it's a demonstration of faith, but it also develops faith within us. It helps us understand and think about the things that he has provided for us, guarded us, helped us, protected us from. Uh, it, it allows us to praise him, to develop that faith within us through the work of the Holy Spirit, okay? Um, second is patience. So Thanksgiving is being able to say, God, in whatever time you ordain something for me, so be it. And if it never comes, God, then it's your will. And, that, and I give thanks for that. So Thanksgiving is an exercise also in patience, thanking God for any circumstance that you're in, right? That third rung of the, of the uh, Thanksgiving ladder that Pope Shenouda presented. Next is humility, and we already talked about this a bit, um, and um, you know this idea of of developing uh, and acknowledging that God is greater than us through Thanksgiving. 
Um, and then the uh, perfect objective of, of, you know, these things that we discussed of humility, love, and service uh, all through Thanksgiving, and then other virtues uh, that, that multiply through it. And, you know, you know, if you pray these things over time, um, it's not just a vain recitation. It is something that grows and develops within you through the work of the Holy Spirit. So that's the brief kind of uh, talk about the prayer of Thanksgiving. It is a remarkable uh, prayer in our church. It is an invaluable prayer in our church um, and one that uh, we should never uh, gloss over and just recite as if it was just something that somebody created for us. Um, the two prayers that I presented over the last two talks, the prayer of Thanksgiving and Psalm 50 are central in our lives. And if we pray these things and chew on the words within the prayers and make those words our own, um, the work of the Holy Spirit will be manifest in our lives. I, I guarantee it. And the reason why I guarantee it is I've seen the beginnings of this work, these works in my own life. I'm not claiming to be a saint or anything close to that. But um, the changes that I've noticed within myself over time um, by really meditating and praying on these, uh, on these two prayers especially um, really have been life-changing for me both uh, in the physical and the spiritual. So God bless you all. Um, maybe as a, a practice through a Great Lent and uh, through the resurrection, uh, make these part of your daily prayers. Don't go a day without saying the prayer of Thanksgiving and don't go a day without saying uh, Psalm 50. God bless you all and I will see you next time.